0: Hello, this is Zachary, and welcome to my podcast for the NRPS Podcast Club. This podcast is going to be about Norse mythology. What is Norse mythology, you might ask? Well, all or many of your questions will be answered within moments, right before your very ears. I've always been curious about Norse mythology. The reason I have even heard about Norse mythology is because a very important person in my life, also known as my dad, has been studying and teaching Norse mythology for many years. To help us understand what Norse mythology is all about, I have invited my father to allow me to ask him a few questions. He was very happy to be here. My father, Dr Stuart Brooks, teaches at Oxford University, He teaches paleography, which is the study of ancient and medieval handwriting. He also teaches medieval literature and has taught and written about Norse mythology. Thank you for being here, Dad. Or should I call you Dr Brooks?
1: Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: What is Norse mythology?
1: That's a great question with which to begin. Okay, so Norse mythology is the belief system of the Vikings. It's the legends of their gods and their goddesses of which there were many many stories many gods and goddesses and it talks about the beginning of the universe when the world was first created about the formation of Yggdrasil which is a giant ash tree in which they believe nine different worlds were supported on its branches or in its roots everything from Asgard where the, the gods lived to Hell, which was the realm of the goddess Hell, where the dead went and kind of in the middle was Midgard the middle earth where human beings lived And there are lots of stories that um, the Vikings tell in their mythologies, um, most of which are to explain how the natural world worked. So, for instance, they'd look in the sky and they'd see lightning and they'd see thunder and they'd say, no, what's causing that? And they'd say, I know what that is. That's our god Thor, and he's got a giant hammer. And Thor is fighting against the enemy of the gods, the frost giant. And every time he bangs his hammer, there's thunder and there's lightning. And that's what's causing that. So it's about explaining how the world works and where it came from.
0: You mentioned the Norse god Thor. Is the Marvel superhero Thor based on the Viking god Thor?
1: Marvel superhero Thor doesn't really have that much to do with the the Norse god Thor, apart from having long blonde hair and being muscular and having a hammer in which he waxes his enemies. But although their stories don't have much to do with Norse mythology, they're still quite fun, which is actually something that's at the heart of Norse mythology. Fun. Fun.
0: When did these stories start to be told?
1: So the stories are from about 1,200 years ago and part of their purpose really was not only to explain the natural world, but for entertainment. You know, while the Vikings were feasting and drinking, storytellers would come in and entertain them with these fantastic stories of their gods and goddesses and their exploits and adventures.
0: From what part of the world do these stories originate from?
1: So as we talked about earlier, these are the stories of the Vikings. So that's Scandinavia, that's Norway, Sweden. Many of them are written down in Iceland from the 9th century onwards. But those stories spread all over the place with different Germanic and Scandinavian tribes spreading out everywhere. And in fact, they came to England with the Angles and the Saxons and the Jutes and other tribes. So, for instance, if we think about our days of the week, Tuesday is Tew, the Norse god of courage and bravery. Wednesday is Woden's Day, that's Odin, um, the Norse god, and father god really, of um, like bravery and war and wisdom, which doesn't really go with war, but for the Vikings it did. And Thursday, Thor's Day, the day named after Thor, and Friday, named after the Norse goddess Freya, goddess of love and beauty.
0: What is one of your favourite Norse stories?
1: There are so many great stories to choose from, but here's my favourite by far. It's called Thrymskvitha, which means the story of Thrym. And Thrym was the king of the frost giants, as we'll see. And the story starts with Thor waking up in bed all bleary-eyed and doing the thing that he does first thing every morning, which is to reach for the handle of his hammer. And he can't find it, and he starts to panic. He goes, my hammer has gone missing. How am I going to fight my enemies, the frost giants, without my magical hammer? And he thinks... Uh Aha, Loki must have stolen it because he's the mischief maker god and he calls Loki to him angrily and Loki says, No, it wasn't me for once, it's not a trick by me. I tell you what I'll do, Thor, though, says Loki, I'll put on a magical flying cloak and I'll fly around the nine realms and I'll find out where your hammer is. And eventually, Loki discovers that Thrym, the king of the frost giants, has stolen Thor's hammer. And Thrym says, I'll only return the hammer if you allow me to marry Freya, the most beautiful of all the goddesses, Loki flies back, tells Thor, and uh, Thor says, "Off you go, then, Freyr. Go and marry the ugly enemy frost giant king, and I'll get my hammer back." Quite understandably, Freyr says, "No, I really don't think so." And the gods then think of another plan. They say, "Here's what we're going to do, Thor. We're going to dress you up as Freyr. You'll pretend to be Freyr. You'll wear a big puffy wedding dress and a big thick veil, so that." The king of the frost giants won't see your, your beard and other facial features, and you'll go off and you'll pretend to be Freya, and maybe you can find a way to get your hammer back from him. Thor is horrified by this plan of dressing up as a woman, but really doesn't have much choice, so puts on the wedding dress. Loki also disguises himself as a woman, like a maid of Freya, and off they go to. The land of the giants, and Thrym is delighted. He's like Freya, my beautiful bride. You've come here. i prepared a wedding feast for you, and, and before Thrym can say any more, Thor, Freya has leapt at the table and is eating all the food, tons of food. Drinks three huge barrels of, of ale, and Thrym is mystified and says, "What's going on, my beautiful, delicate, gentle bride, Freya? How are you eating so much and drinking so much?" And Loki says, "Here's what's going on, Thrym." Freya was so excited to marry you that she hasn't eaten or drunk anything for eight days and eight nights. And Thrym's like, "Mm, okay, maybe that sort of makes sense. And then Thrym leans leans in to give Freya a kiss and recoils in horror and says, wow, what huge, big, burning eyes you've got. How can that be, Freya? And Lockie thinks quickly and says, Thrym, um, you know, Freya was so excited to, to marry you that she hasn't slept for eight days and eight nights. And Thrym says, "Mm, okay, I guess maybe that explains it. But he's very anxious to get married and says, bring in the hammer and we'll use the hammer to be part of the wedding ceremony as a magical item. And they bring the hammer in, they bring in Thor's hammer. And Thrym turns to Freyr and says, my bride, don't you have anything to say to me? At that point, Thor grabbed hold of his hammer and said, I do have something to say, but I'll let my hammer do the talking. It's a fun story, isn't it? And as you'll notice, it has some similarities to Little Red Riding Hood, you know, what big eyes you have. And it's really a story which points to the Vikings' sense of humour. And they're all like fun loving aspects
0: what a fun story i really enjoyed hearing you talk about norse mythology especially what you said about thor and his hammer you really made the subject sound so exciting i want to learn more thank you so much for joining me dr brooks